Do you spend hours in your head thinking about something that happened, could have happened, or might happen? Do you ask others what to do so you don't make a mistake? Welcome to the Playing It Safe podcast. I am Dr. Z, your host. I am a clinical psychologist, an author, and a person that is super passionate about sharing with you science-based skills to overcome any type of fear-based struggles. Who doesn't experience fear? Who doesn't play it safe? In this show, we will discuss how fear-based reactions happen in day-to-day life, how playing it safe behaviors look like, sound like, and feel like, how you can put into action solid tips from behavioral science to get unstuck from worries, fears, obsessions, and anxieties, and how you can start doing what works, what matters, and what you care about. Behavioral science doesn't have to be boring. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hello, everybody. Today, I am sharing with you a personal episode. I am sharing with you a recent moment of stuckness. I went through the last two, three months. I felt lost, confused, and basically directionless. I think in life, even though we know what matters, even though we know what we care about, there are times in which we get hooked on our mind. And there are times in which we doubt ourselves and we feel completely um, stuck. So I am sharing with you how I navigated this moment of stuckness using acceptance and commitment skills. And I hope it's helpful if you're going through something similar. I know I am not the only one. And I also know that this won't be the last time in which I feel stuck in life. So hopefully this is helpful. Thank you for listening and I wish you a great week. As I was walking downstairs in my building, my mind couldn't stop coming with thoughts like, what am I doing? Is it really worth it to have a newsletter? Is it really worth it to have a podcast? What's my true value behind all this content? Should I continue doing it? Does writing about playing it safe moves matter to people? Does talking about playing it safe moves help people to live a meaningful life? Is it fulfilling for me to continue doing it so? Why is it so easy for people to get big contracts and so hard for me? And as this soundtrack of self-doubt kept buzzing in my head, I noticed this sense of sadness. And then I realized that I was lost. I felt directionless. You may wonder if something happened for me to feel directionless. And the answer is yes. I found myself comparing my accomplishments with others' accomplishments. And as I was doing it, I felt discouraged, disappointed, and then a laundry list of self-doubt came my way. I was confused. I didn't know what to prioritize, what to stop doing, or if I should continue doing everything at all. So a couple of days later, I asked one of my friends, who is also an ACT practitioner, 
Random question. Do you think my work is contributing to disseminate acceptance and commitment skills for fear-based struggles? My friend quickly say, of course, why do you ask? And I tell him, I am doubting myself. My mind is telling me that nothing I have done matters. My friend texts me back and say, thank your mind. But reality is that after that exchange for the next six, eight weeks, I did my best to show up to the things that mattered to me. But inside me, I knew that something was shifting. I did feel the sense of directionless. I did feel that something wasn't clicking for me. So what do you do when you're normal and what you're used to suddenly vanishes? How do you move forward when life keeps throwing you curveballs? How do you keep doing what you have been doing when your mind has a laundry list of doubts? So in the next part of this mini episode, I want to share with you how I navigated those moments. Because in life, even when we are clear about what matters, we do get hooked in our minds. So here is what I found helpful. First, I made room for that feeling of sadness and the fact that I was feeling directionless. As I moved through my day and felt the sadness that came along with those doubtful thoughts, I took a deep breath and said to myself, let's notice this feeling as it comes and goes. Patricia, just watch this feeling as it comes and as it goes. Second, I made room in my schedule to journal. There are different types of journaling that you could do, but for me, it was important to check whether this feeling of sadness was noise, as many emotions are, or a signal that I needed to do something different. So for a couple of days, I wrote about the feeling of sadness and all the actions that I felt compelled to do. Didn't do any of those actions, just acknowledge the push to engage with them. I really was trying to unpack this feeling of sadness and the sense of directionless that I was going through without taking any action. Third, I notice and name my comparison thoughts and all the thoughts that they say why others get their work easily disseminated and mine doesn't. And I literally name those thoughts as my comparison story. So throughout the day, when my mind was going into, why this person got this and you don't get that, Patricia? I say, here is my comparison story. Of course, my comparison story is going to show up now. Fourth, I ask myself, what does it hurt the most about feeling directionless, doubtful and confused? What's behind and beyond all those thoughts about my work not being good enough? And I journal about this for a couple of days. Fifth, after looking with a lot of curiosity and humbleness, this sense of stuckness I was going through, all these self-doubtful thoughts and my sense of confusion, 
I got in touch with a very, very deep value of mind. Spreading acceptance and commitment skills to navigate playing it safe moves without losing myself in the process. There it was, something that was truly, truly important to me. Six, after getting in touch again with this value that had a different flavor for me, I consulted with an expert in psychology about the future of my work on playing it safe moves. Seventh, I asked myself a very important question. What internal uncomfortable experiences will I need to make room for as I leave my value of sharing active skills to handle ineffective playing safe moves without losing myself? And that was a very, very important question because as I keep moving forward with my next and with the work I'm trying to do, it's quite likely my mind is going to come up again with self-doubtful thoughts and with a sense of directionless. So I wanted to be clear this time, what are those internal uncomfortable experiences that I need to make room for as I move forward? Eighth, I readjusted my calendar and thought about the next step I need to take to leave this value. So, you see, my whole career has been about working with fear-based struggles in one form or another. And this has been extremely fulfilling and rewarding. But also it has been hard. It has been hard because I wrestle with how much time I will need to be in social media, posting photos about things I am doing, on thinking strategically about hooks for people to find my work. It has been hard to realize that hundreds of times, despite having a successful practice, I do have to be louder and louder to make room for my work in professional institutions that are historically hierarchically. It has been hard to acknowledge that no matter how helpful I think my work is, it's not enough for people to know about it. At the end of the day, I am an immigrant with an accent and a woman. And whether I like it or not, this has implications in how much access I get to certain platforms. So sometimes all those things get me. And I realize that as I move forward, it's very important for me to keep doing what I'm doing without losing what's authentic to me. The end doesn't justify the means. I won't be posting in social media 24-7 or pretend to be the social bee at all the times when I'm not. As I finish navigating this moment of stuckness, I also made a list of what I have control and what I don't. And I gave myself permission to keep moving towards what's next, always guided by my values and without knowing exactly how things are going to be. But knowing that as long as I go back to what truly matters to me and navigate every step I take with open eyes, an open mind, and an open heart, everything will be okay. I hope that as you finish listening to this episode, 
you get a sense of how you can use acceptance and commitment skills to navigate any moment of stuckness you're going through or moments in which you're feeling lost and directionless. I know it's not easy. We are human beings and sometimes we do get stuck. And in my case, I got hooked in my mind, believe it or not. I did my best to show up to all the things that I have to pay attention to during those weeks. But I can tell you that my mind was very, very loud with all those self-doubtful thoughts. And this moment of stuckness took me by surprise. And I did what I asked every person I work with to do, which is to step back and put into action those act skills. I hope these steps that I share with you are helpful. And if you have any questions, you can always send me an email. Okay, on that note, I wish you a good week and see you next time. Bye-bye.